Have you ever been in a situation where you did something wrong and you needed to apologize? Or it could be that you did nothing wrong, but you still feel that tug in your heart that you need to apologize. Well, that's what we're talking about today inside of the Roadblock Podcast. Our topic for today, it's actually a question. Why should I apologize? Let us look at the word apology. And as we begin, we're going to be sharing this definition that's coming to us from the Bible Teacher app, which is a new app that is now available. You can visit thebibleteacher.com. And this is the first, the world's first virtual ministerial assistant all centered around the word of God. And so you can use this app, ask it whatever question, whatever biblical concept that you're trying to understand, whatever question you may have, you can ask it. You can look just as though you would go to Google. You can go to the Bible Teacher app. So you can visit that website, thebibleteacher.com. Let's go. What is an apology? According to the Bible Teacher app, an apology is an expression of remorse for a wrong committed. It is an acknowledgement of the hurt caused and a request for forgiveness. An apology is an act of humility mm. and, a, and a recognition of our own imperfection. Apologizing is an important part of the process of reconciliation. That is why we live, especially for us who are sons of God, those of us who are, are believers, we have come to faith in Jesus Christ. Our sole purpose here, we may do different things or, or we may have different measures. We may express the gift of God in different ways, but the ultimate purpose is for reconciliation. It is so that someone may come to know Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. We know that from the early days, from the sin of Adam, we know that as the fall of man, where there was this separation between God and man, we didn't have that fellowship, that pure fellowship with the Lord anymore. That didn't exist. But why? Because there was an entity called sin. And this entity called sin is an enemy. It's an enemy and it prevents us from fellowship with God. It is darkness and God is light. And so God being light cannot fellowship with darkness. He cannot dwell with darkness. He doesn't abide with, with darkness because he is pure. He is holy. And this entity called sin has caused this separation. You know, in the Bible, in Isaiah, it talks about what separates us. He says, it's not that my hand is short that I can't help you, but it is your sin that separates you from me. We do not have communion. Why? Because there is sin, because there is darkness. But Jesus came to nullify that. Jesus came to abort death. Jesus came to end the separation. He came so that we could be reconciled to the Father. And his death by him dying, um, shedding his blood, it satisfied the penalty for sin because blood had to be shed. Blood had to be shed. The Bible says without the shedding of blood, there is no remission of sin. And so blood, pure blood, had to be 
shed in the earth to satisfy that payment for sin. And Jesus took on all of that, all of our sins from the sin of Adam to the very last sin that will be committed in this earth. He paid for it with his blood so that we no longer have to be separated from God and so that we don't have to pay for our own sins. Because the truth is, Jesus was risen. He resurrected from the grave. If I was to pay for my own sin, there is no resurrection. Jesus was qualified to be risen because he had committed no sin for himself. That's what makes him the perfect high priest. And he did this for all of us. He paid the price for sin for all of us so that we didn't have to pay it. And so we see the mission of Christ is so that mankind can be reconciled to God. That was the mission of Christ, the awesome mission that we could be reconciled, that we could be made one with the Father, that we could have communion, that we could come to a place of fellowship. That is pure love. And so when we look at our lives, as we focus on our topic for today, why should I apologize? Apologizing is a part of the process of reconciliation. If you know you did something wrong, that is the first thing. Why apologize? You did something wrong. You said something or you did something that that was just wrong. Two, you're acknowledging the hurt that was caused. So this is a heart posture thing. I caused hurt. I caused hurt to my loved one. I caused hurt to my cousin. I said something to my friend. I said something to my spouse that was just abrasive and unkind. I said something to my children that was unkind. It was not gentle. And so because you know acknowledge that what you said or what you did caused hurt, if you care for people, if you love people, you will consider how your ways affect people. And so you apologize because you did something wrong and you apologize because you acknowledge that your attitude, your way caused hurt. Number three, you're apologizing because you're expressing remorse. This is not just a regret. It's not just verbal, oh, I regret doing it, but It's a hatred for what you did. And it's that hatred that's going to provoke me not to do it again. I hate the fact that I did not speak to you in a kind manner. I hate the fact that my ways caused hurt to you. The apology is not just to the person, but it's a repentant heart towards God. Because sometimes we, when we do things to people and we hurt people, we don't realize that I'm doing this unto the Lord. I'm doing this unto the Lord. The Lord says, how is it that you're going to love me whom you have never seen, but you're going to hate your brother who you see every day? He says, that's a murderous spirit. That's murder. Hate that thing. Hate the sin. That apology should come from a place of a hatred for the evil that you did. For you are apologizing. Your 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 this apology is a means of 
it's because you love reconciliation. It's because you love restoration. It's a desire to make things right. You want to coexist. You want to fellowship. You want, you love harmony. You love peace. You love peace. And there are times when you will do this, not because you did something wrong. When you love reconciliation, this no reason now is beyond you doing something wrong. Remember, Jesus did nothing wrong, but he came and he did something unto the Lord for us. Not because he did something wrong. He paid the price because he loves us and he desired reconciliation. He desired to satisfy the heart of the father. For us, inside of our relationships, we might not have been the ones to have done something wrong. You might have been in situations where you apologize and you know you did nothing wrong. But for the sake of peace, for the sake of restoration, for the sake of reconciliation, you will say, you know what? I am sorry for what I have done, you know, for for this, this what you would call it, this rift between us. I I am sorry. And there are times when you may not think you did something wrong, but that person holds you to something that you had no idea of, which is why I started by saying you may feel that tug on your heart where you did nothing wrong. You might have just been, you know, being pure, not having any guile, not having any evil. But if you feel that tug on your heart, that may just be God's way of saying for peace's sake, apologize to maintain um, reconciliation, restoration and harmony. And if you feel that tug, do it in obedience to God. And number six, number five, humility. Why apologize? It takes a humble heart to request for forgiveness. If you acknowledge the situation, you, you examine the situation, you apologize because you have come to a place of humility that only God could have taken you. Because sometimes we can be arrogant sometimes, let's be honest, let's be real. We can be arrogant sometimes, we can be full of pride and we can say, I ain't apologizing, I did nothing wrong, I don't need to, but God may say, Humble yourself for my name's sake, for my good pleasure. Go to that person. Yes, they may say, huh, I knew he was wrong, you know, uh-huh. I knew I was right. You see, he came and he apologized. It has nothing to do with that. It doesn't matter what their response is, whether they accept your apology or they reject it or they start gloating. It doesn't matter. It's now about you and your God. If God say, apologize, express your heart, express sorrow, let them know you are sorry. That's it. Once you do that, you can move on. Everything else, if they gloat, if they reject or receive, that's now between them and their God. But you want to know that you fulfilled righteousness by being obedient to God. Amen. And number six, the final one I have for you today is an opportunity to receive love and mercy. If someone comes to you, if someone comes to me and say, Nicolette, I'm sorry for something I did to you. That's my opportunity to give love and mercy. But when you are the one offering this apology, you are putting yourself in a place to receive love and mercy. 
You're putting yourself at a place because this place of humility that only God could have brought you to this place. God brought you to this place of humility. And you are now putting aside your pride, putting aside your image, putting aside everything that you think of yourself. And you're now saying, I am sorry. You're putting yourself at this person's mercy. At this person's mercy, you're making yourself vulnerable. You're laying out yourself like a mat and say, I was wrong. I did you wrong. And there, there is just no explanation. I was wrong. And from my heart, I am sorry. You know, sometimes we say an apology is more than just saying I am sorry. But when it comes from your heart, God receives it. God sees that your heart is genuine, that your heart is broken, and you are truly in remorse. You are truly detesting the, the wrong and the evil that you did to that person. And you're putting yourself at this person's mercy. You're allowing yourself to either be rejected or received. I know that some of my, my greatest moments with the Lord, you know, when, when you go to the Lord and you repent, you repent of something and he doesn't turn you away, but he receives you and he forgives you. And he says, no, go and sin no more. That is the most beautiful feeling in the world. And if you can give that to someone, if, if someone can feel that from you, from me, it, it lets them know that this is not just something that Jesus is able to do, but we are continuing in Jesus's life when we're able to forgive and we are able to humble ourselves. If possible, live peaceably with all men. Don't, don't desire to hurt anyone. Be holy. Without holiness, no man will see God's face in peace. That's our heart's desire to be holy. And sometimes, even when you're honoring God, people may be offended. And there are times when, as a disclaimer, there are some things you can't apologize for. You can't apologize for obeying God. You can't apologize for walking in righteousness. There are some things you will not be able to avoid. And that's just the truth. But in the event, what we're talking about today is if you know that you did something wrong or you feel that the Holy Spirit tugging on your heart to apologize, go and do it. You will be surprised to see how you are pushed further in God the moment you obey, the moment you are obedient, the moment you humble yourself and allow him to just have his way in our relationships. Matthew 5, 23 to 24 says, So what if you are offering your gift at the altar and remember that someone has something against you? Leave your gift there and go make peace with that person. Then come and offer your gift. James 5 verse 16 says, Confess your sins to each other. Confess your faults one to another and pray for each other so that you may be healed. I believe it's the, the desire of God to heal us, to make us whole inside of our relationships, to heal relationships, to heal 
um, those friendships. He doesn't want there to be animosity. He doesn't want there to be isms and schisms. But I believe the Lord wants to heal, bring healing inside of our relationships. And so today, Lord, we pray and we thank you for your desire to heal, your desire to bring wholeness, your desire to bring reconciliation and restoration. And we praise you for what you will do, for how you will heal our land by first healing our relationships, healing the bond between our brothers and our sisters. And we thank you for it in Jesus name. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. This topic is near and dear to my heart and I hope that it was a blessing to you. It's a little nugget inside of this season of the Roadblock Podcast and I really hope that you will absorb and take on what the Lord has to say to you as he does what he does inside of our lives. You'll be blessed as we pursue peace with all men and pursue peace with God. My name is Nicolette Swaby signing out, saying thank you so much for being with us. Until next time, rejoice, feel the breeze, mother roses, smile with your neighbor, and walk on warrior. Until next time, bye for now.